Hey guys, welcome to the final episode of Prithvi's podcast. Coming at you live from the middle of a fucking storm. Yes, you heard me right. Right now, I'm not inside my house, not in a studio. This came out with a coffee and a cigarette. And this is it. We're going to shoot the final episode of Prithvi's podcast season 1. Well, this episode is just going to be a look back at things we've done, you know, things we went through and what the entire experience has been. So, firstly, I started this podcast with the intention of doing something continuous. Like I've been doing stand up for over a year and a half now, but uh over the half month, like over the last 6 months, it's been so fucking disruptive. that i'm not going up on stage regularly as i should i've been traveling and I, you know there has been college and everything's getting tangled up lately and i'm really kind of pissed at myself because i let that happen is because the only reason i'm in, in another country right now and not my country where my family is is because i wanted to pursue stand up if you heard that sound in the background that is a chair flying because of the wind Yes, mothers and sisters, you heard me right. We are in the middle of a storm right now. And the storm's not that bad. You know. It's getting better. I was really pissed out at myself for, you know, doing that. And, you know, So so by the way guys before I dig deep into what happened in the podcast I'm in the middle of a storm and I'm underneath some building right now which is providing me shade so because it's raining in midst of that two dogs have now started following me I got out the habit of just like waltzing around when I talk so as I'm walking around there are two dogs behind me just listening to our podcast I mean uh In some ways these two dogs are like my first uh, podcast viewers man. Yo, bitches, you guys on to something. But uh, you know, as I said, I was really pissed at myself for, you know, letting that happen for not going up on stage as regularly for not, you know, moderating that well enough. But it's getting better. You know, I've been uh, I did like four open mics last week or four or five, I'm not sure. did one this friday did one yesterday did one on tuesday so it's good man it's getting back uh plus i'm taking um my relatives are in town at this week in the season finale of prithvi's podcast so they're in town <laughs> dude i say the season finale like it's some big deal but like the total numbers of viewers we've had in this season has been somewhere around 50 i don't know uh, 15 maybe 16 people Totes, I don't even know how much of is that repetitive, but uh, or how many are the same people just watching the another episode. But that's been the count, and honestly, I didn't expect much going in, so it's fine. But uh, I started the podcast for one reason, and that's because I wanted to be continuous with something, and I wanted to have a strain of conversation or thoughts just up there, so that you know you could go and listen to it. And what I found out is that every time I don't record, I, I usually end up. regretting it so with podcast these are all my thoughts and everything that are always there to hear or listen or to go through for everybody and um 
that's cool not talking about my innermost deepest desires and plus even like my innermost deepest desire like everybody knows like it's just Scarlett Johansson but uh dude if I can be in the middle of a storm and think about Scarlett Johansson that means she is the one dude she is the one like people have been people always complain like I haven't met the one do you have a celebrity crush yeah she is the one like we all like you know we all like celebrities but we never imagine hooking up or you know being with them actually like you know let's take Disha Patani for some example I, I, she's the one of the prettiest girls out there but like I don't know if I'm ever gonna date her or meet her or I don't know but I think uh, she shouldn't have done Bhagi too you yeah. know Have you guys noticed how Disha Patani and Shraddha Kapoor look so much like alike? I mean, maybe not their facial features, but their body type is exactly alike. I mean, this is what happened in like the first bhagi, right? Yeah, I mean, that was Shraddha Kapoor. Second bhagi, Disha Patani. Most of the people didn't even notice the difference. They're like, whoa, Shraddha has become sleek. Like, that's not what happened, dude. That's a different person. But now I'm thinking like, oh, I don't think anybody is going to be like, oh, she's not, this is not Shraddha or something like that. Everybody knows Bollywood, man. Who doesn't know Bollywood? I think foreigners who come and stay in Mumbai, even they start to understand Bollywood after a while. I have this like chapter and I have this subject, not a chapter. I have this subject back in college called, uh, not back in college, I have this subject, I'm still in college. A 19-year-old Prithvi Tulsiani talking to you right now. And the reason I said 19-year-old because I thought about this is because eventually I'm going to hear this like maybe two years down the line or a year or five years down the line. And then I'm going to be like, oh my God, dude, I was 19. Such a good age, man. But dude, uh, everything's overrated, man. Everything. Being 19 is overrated. Being a teenager is overrated. Being an adult is overrated. Being a kid is overrated. Well, no. Being a kid is not overrated. I think when I was a kid, I wanted to be an adult like most of the time. So I just think I'm getting what I deserve. Anyways, there's a subject back in college called uh, the history of Indian cinema. And apparently, they have an entire textbook on it. And I just thought like the, enti- the history of entire Indian cinema would be like you open the page, first page, the first word on the page says plagiarism, full stop, you turn the page around, it says the end. I think that's how, I thought that's how long the book would be, but no, it's a subject, dude. It's like a, it's like a full chapter with everything. There's a lot to Indian cinema than plagiarism. You know when, like, you know when vloggers write about like ten things you should do in Mumbai, and they're just like stretching themselves thin by the end of it because, ten, okay, not in Mumbai. Mumbai is not a good city example because I stay in Mumbai, that's why I know. But like, okay, let's say like a vlogger writing about ten things to do in what's the small town in Pondicherry. Yeah, dude. Like the vlogger is stretching himself out by the sixth thing. You're like, what the fuck can you do more in Pondicherry, dude? Fucking pie left. And I think that's what happened with this. Like 90% of his plagiarism and 10% is what really like, you know, art and everything. And they just took that 10% and extended it to an entire fucking book. That's with most subjects, man. The only subject that doesn't do that just to fill up books is maths, you know, because there are actually equations and everything. 
dude, I hate maths, man. But I really love, like, you know, physicists and astrophysicists like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Richard, Dawk- Richard Dawkins, and they're all, like, amazingly good at maths. So when I think, if I ever meet them, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I think what shit you do is cool, but I can't do that. Or I don't really want to do that because they're at maths. But uh, I look back to the podcast and I realize this is this has been more of a venting thing to me. Like honestly, as I said, the last six months have been so disruptive. The podcast was like something I could genuinely do and, you know, put myself up to the task of putting out content and just venting it out, man. And one of the things I wanted to vent about was were the episodes you heard before, man. There were so many things. The fork and knife meal. We got the first episode. Like, I don't... I didn't really go through all of them. But yeah, there's some shit there. One of the shits I wanted to come complain about was I'm, 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 I'm done with privileged women being cocky. Like, I'm done with privileged women being, like, you know, feminist and everything. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, I'm, I stay in a city like Mumbai. And, you know, all the, like, I would consider myself privileged, like, and I'm not trying to be cocky or something. I'm just trying to state the facts that compared to a lot of other people in the city, like, and the group I hang out with, I think we've gotten pretty good compared to other people. And that has particularly nothing to do with me. Honestly, I didn't do shit to get whatever I have right now. It's all my parents, it's all my family, and that's the thing. And I realize that, that this is not me, this is my... I'm just like an extended, like a re- extended version of my parents over here staying right now. Extended version of their hard work is just like reflecting on me right now. And that's how it is. But the thing that really pisses me off is that in, in this privileged group, you still hear women being like, you still hear all these like girls basically, not even lady or woman, these girls complaining about shit that's not even their fault. Like, that's not even, like, you know, that doesn't even come close to that. Like, I remember uh, this girl I went out with recently in this bar, and um, we're all just chilling, we're just talking. And this dude looks at her, okay, just looks at her. And it's not like this dude was looking at her from half an hour before, because we were right there. So this dude just came in and looked at her, and he went. And she got so pissed. Where she's like, oh, how can you look at me? Like, you know, how he's just saying things to me. He just looked at me like that. That's not okay. And I'm like, dude, what do you want me to like, what are you going to expect us to do? Just go and be like, yo, you can't use your eyeballs looking at people. What the fuck, dude? Don't look at her. Look at everybody else, but not her. Like, I think like, you know, feminists, the actual feminists, like, you know, the people who've actually gone through the shit and made the hashtag MeToo movement possible, people who actually went and, you know, busted the balls of Harvey Weinstein. These feminists, these pioneers who worked so hard to gain a reputation for this movement is being destroyed by these privileged kids. And dude, it's, 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 in India, in a country like India, this is happening. And I, whenever I see the radical left on online or, you know, whatever they do with you know, protesting against the right-wingers. Dude, they are far gone, bro. Dude, there's a rally in the US where feminist people, just all the feminists showed up topless just to like, you know, like free the boobs, free the nipples or whatever, just to prove that we're free. God damn it, dude, that's not a, that's not, that's not a good way to do it. Like, can you imagine if guys protest like that, just like half or like, you know, half of us just naked? No pants. 
No pants, no peace, just protest. It's unreal, man, what, um, like how much these privileged people go out of their way to feel uncomfortable. Stay, man, just stay where you are. You're in your privilege, just stay there. But, um, man, another movie I hate. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about by the privileged girls and everything? You look at the people in Veer the Wedding. Like, I don't know, Sonam Kapoor and everything. Like, you guys, or at least the characters are depicted. Dude, Sonam Kapoor can only depict one character. Sonam Kapoor. We all know this shit. She cannot act. Nirja somehow was a good movie. But other than that, it's been a downhill journey. Sonam. Dude, Sonam is a girl that you can replace and then people would notice but wouldn't mind. <laughs> like, you know, I can Nirja this Disha Padani, which is like, oh, okay then. As long as the story goes on. There are some actresses you cannot replace. Meryl Streep. Hmm. Priyanka Chopra. Now. Not the Mene Pyaar Kyu Kya era. God, that was really bad, man. Who else cannot be replaced as an actress? If you know somebody, like, send me a voice note or, you know, we'll, we'll figure this shit out. In Indian cinema, which girl cannot be replaced? In a movie. Uh, I don't know, Anushka Sharma in Aidil and Mushkil? Like, I don't know. I don't even feel good saying that. But dude, that was a very uh, jeepsome movie. Because I saw it with my friends and I hated it. And then I watched it with my girlfriend who I was dating then and I loved it. So that really uh, concerned me and I went to, you know, start thinking that maybe I have split personality. Maybe I'm a different person around my friends and around my girlfriend. Which of them is real, you don't know. Oh man. I think I've gone from, you know, being someone else with my girlfriend. Maybe, I don't know. But I think people who hang out with friends and then, you know, hang out with their girlfriend, they're two different people, man, for sure. I want to meet one guy who's the same, like, all over. And this, this, that shit doesn't happen, you know, not the same every time. Like, sure, your basic fundamental truths may be the same, but you do have different filters when you meet different people, right? Like, this is not mind-blowing shit, this is just facts. Is that you're a different version of you every time you meet someone else. That's true, man. Like, you meet a nurse, you'd be like, cool. You meet a policeman, you'd be like, stay the fuck away. But you get what I'm saying, right? That ends my rambling and, you know, brings us to the final full stop for season one at Fitzy's Podcast. You know what, guys? Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been a great experience of uh, talking into my phone with two dogs following me in the middle of the storm especially for this episode and you know what guys and girls thank you so much for listening um peace out i don't want to say peace out this is your boy prithvi logging out